This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. It would please Matt Eberflus, so let's talk about what he had to say because I think there were more interesting things than just him revealing that his new stylist is named Kelly, (laughs) his wife. So I think that was a a real interesting um, nugget to unearth because – By the way, our our friend Mark Grody was uh, looking to schedule an appointment with Kelly Eberflus after that session was over so he could kind of continue perfecting the look. He's kind of been Matt's doppelganger. So if Grody can get in there and get Kelly Eberflus to help him a little bit, now we've got something really cooking at home. He might get the hair. I don't think he could pull off the stubble. (laughs) I I, I think Grody – I'm not sure if Grody could pull that off. Flus is looking good these days. He's looking like a guy who – New lease on life, right? New lease on new lease on life. He's he's got a lot of things to be happy and excited about. Certainly, because Jalen Johnson back. That's another one. He's got his staff in place. They're all together. He also was asked, obviously, about the quarterback position. We'll just look at a couple <laughs> things that he had to say. And this is what he talked about situations and what he looks for in the in an ideal quarterback. I look at situations. You know, I look at the guys that can operate third down, two minute, um, in, in the end of the game situations. That, that to me is what se- that's a separator um, for me. Um, and then you look at toughness. You know, you got to look in toughness for a quarterback. Really, is is about the mental toughness to be able to stand in the pocket and deliver the ball, um, and then also have the discernment to be able to move out of the pocket and create when it's necessary. So, um, and there's they come on all different shapes and sizes. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's always been fun to evaluate those guys. David, to, to, to me, yeah, I was going to say to me on a day full of comments and, and quotes here in, in Indianapolis, that to me may have been the most pressing and pointed comments that do not describe Justin Fields as the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears in 2024 because nothing Matt described as the separator are things that Justin has proven he does at a, a above average level. You know, the pocket presence, the uh, third down work, the, the, the end of the game situations, the two minute drills, these have been consistent struggles. And so if you're reading between the lines of anything, that was the soundbite there that people can rewind in this podcast, play two and three times and go, well, wait a second. That sure sounded like they were moving in a new direction. Yeah. Exhibit A was Ryan Poles saying what he said about having met with Justin and, and being going to be do right by him. Exhibit B would be Matt Eberflew citing fourth quarter success as a criteria for his ideal quarterback, which whether it's through his fault or not, it doesn't really matter. Justin Fields has not been good in the fourth quarter, and he's had three seasons of statistics that have been compiled now that underscore that. So I thought that was the most telling thing that Flusi said all day. And it does also just lend credence to this idea that 
you know, they are ready to move on. He also talked about some other intangibles that he looks for in the quarterback position, which I thought was interesting in light of what we're all looking for uh, in terms of the next quarterback, which could be Caleb Williams. Yeah, the wiring of a quarterback obviously is uh, number one is leadership. You know, you got to have to be a great leader. You got to be resilient. Uh, you got to be able to handle criticism. You know, and then obviously the physical traits. You know, that's that's a big part of it. Um, you know, you know the accuracy, the timing, the the platform, all the things you talk about with that, and then being a winner. You know, that's what that's what it comes down to. Um, all these teams that uh, that do things at the end of the season, they they have winners at the quarterback spot. Winners, winners. I mean, Brian Poles described. Quarterbacks falling into two categories. Jeff King told them there are artists and there are surgeons. Yeah. And then somebody said, which one do you want? He said the right word. Good answer. Winners. And I think yeah. that's what Matt Eberflus also echoed. Yeah, it's interesting to kind of to, to break quarterbacks into those two departments and try to fill out the pie chart as how much is artistic and how much is surgical. Um, and obviously, Caleb Williams is one of those guys that is going to be much more heavily on the artist side of things with his ability to create and make plays in that regard. That's where Ryan says he does see some of the similarities in Patrick Mahomes with the ability to make throws off platform and from different arm angles. Um, Ryan, I thought also was, you know, notable in the question I asked him about uh you know, going through the pre-draft process in 2017 and being part of the team that hit the jackpot with the Chiefs and, and drafting Patrick Mahomes. And I think that experience is going to help guide him and the Bears over the next six to seven weeks and having discussions and uh, talking about things that, that will be very helpful. In what way? I mean, because I think I think the Mahomes, the Mahomes draft was so interesting because there were there was so much attention back. And you remember this well better than I do. But Deshaun Watson was like the model that the Bears were looking at because you thought we were all fooled. Well, somebody who changes program and carried the Clemson and whatever. Right. Mitch Trubisky was kind of like the guy who shot up and was like maybe the guy you who was a wild card you take a chance on because he had such skill, a diverse skill set. So yeah. And then Mahomes was really kind of like you really had to take a chance. He was going to be high risk, high reward. We found out what, what the reward was. But I think at that point, at this point of the process, there wasn't a consensus that Patrick Mahomes was going to be this, this surefire Pro Bowl quarterback that's going to change your franchise. There was a consensus one place. And it was in right. Kansas City right. where they came storming up, you know, from the late 20s in the draft to number 10 because they had uh, an evaluation process that allowed them to be heavily attracted to the high level traits that Patrick had without being overly worried about some of the things that a lot of teams found risky. We've heard now in the years past and, and including in this last you know, 365 days from former Bears director of player personnel, Josh Lucas, that the Bears who had Patrick Mahomes in their top cloud of prospects in 2017, but thought Mitch was uh, a, a higher floor than Patrick Mahomes, that they were scared off a little bit by the volatility of some of the things that Patrick Mahomes did at Texas Tech, that he was a little bit too risky at times, and they felt it was going to be a bigger gamble for them to make that pick. Well, you look back on that seven years later, you see the direction those two franchises have gone since that historic draft night. And you say, okay, well, if I'm Ryan Poles and I was part of the group in Kansas City that said, screw it, let's bet on that because we think that can take us somewhere. You probably are um, more aligned to make a similar judgment this time without talking yourself out of things because you saw what the payoff was when you talked yourself into things, if that makes sense. It does make sense. And I think that's well put. 
All right, so we heard from Ryan Poles. We heard from Matt Eberflus. There's a lot of other things that you're going to hear this week. Anything else that happened on Tuesday that you think is worth noting, Dan? Yeah, um, you know, look, like we can get into this later in the week in our next podcast from down here in Indy. Um, there's just a high volume of, of Caleb Williams chatter. I'll call it chatter. And I'm compiling a piece that will launch at chicagotribune.com on Thursday morning that will hopefully give you kind of a, a – deeper look into what people are saying, the questions people are asking, the things people really love, and the things that are giving people some concerns that they want to dig more into. That's around every corner down here, David. And and, and I've told you before that there are years you come down here and the Bears are such an afterthought that you kind of feel like you're left out of the party. Well, that's not the case this year. There's people that want to talk about the Bears everywhere, uh, and there are people that want to opine about the situation they're in. And so um, – be really good discussion later in the week to, uh, to, to to dig deeper into that. You'll be able to see that, and then we'll be able to have a lengthier discussion on some of the things that we find notable. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on podcasts whatever you love hear it right here on TuneIn. go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening Nerds. today's episode is sponsored by nerd wallet smart money podcast get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds nerd wallets experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights no financial misinformation allowed learn how to save on your summer vacation find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund make smarter decisions in 2024 follow nerd wallet smart money podcast on your favorite podcast app